Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Shockers Learning Out Loud. I'm your host, Dr. Amber Anderson. And I'm your host, Dr. Pam O'Neill. Join us as we discuss everything online and adult learning. Welcome to our Shocker Learning Out Loud podcast. Our very own Dr. Pamela O'Neill and I, Dr. Amber (laughs) Anderson, are back again. And we have invited our OAL specialist, Suzanne Bentley. Yay! Welcome, Suzanne. Glad to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. So, do we want to get into questions or... Do we want to get into why I picked and hired her? <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to start us off, Susan? She's I, the best of the best. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, you know, we can just start with any of that. It's fine. Okay. I'm fine with answering some I think questions. Let's start or... with K-State. And you worked with new students and also advised. Uh, maybe talk about how you left here and came to, left there and came here. Yeah. So, yes, I worked at K-State for, um, well, I was in Manhattan for about seven years after living overseas, living on the East Coast, the West Coast. I grew up in Kansas, though, went to K-State, um, and I worked there, yes, as an academic advisor, and I worked in two different departments, working with students throughout their entire academic journey, and um, both in the human development major and kinesiology, did a lot of really cool things during those experiences working with creating a program that was a peer mentoring program um, an ambassador program that was focused on really connecting with freshmen and also helping recruit um not really recruit but helping to bridge um, the gap well when we would uh, when students would seek information about the major um, current students would really uh, talk about their experience so that juniors and seniors in high school and their parents could get a really good feel not just from the faculty and from me as the advisor but from students gotcha. um, as well that are currently in there so did a lot of cool things like that taught cl- taught classes taught an internship program um, But life happened and (laughs) brought me to Wichita. I love low life things. (laughs) I didn't think I would ever move to Wichita, but um, I here I am. My mom lives here, and um, I'm happy to be here, and I'm very happy that this opportunity opened up for me. Their loss is my gain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay, and so to be clear. We do have a lot of coaches and success coaches and academic coaches, and and then there is you. Can you kind of talk about how you're different from an academic coach? Sure. And so I see my role as being different in there, me really being tuned into the specific challenges that the adult learner or and or the online learner has so there might be some overlap and that's okay but I'm trying to come at these different challenges from that lens mm-hmm. and that perspective so that's kind of how I see my role is different everything that um, that we've done since I've been here has really been a focus with how is the adult learner going to receive this information and how am I going to deliver it in a way that is more geared towards them. Yes. 
And you know, I've seen you, Suzanne, work with our adult learners. And what I really like, and I've heard from adult learners with whom you've spoken, is this kind of strength-based approach that right. you take. Right. I think that's when um, adult learners come in, and I myself was this way, you almost feel like you're at a disadvantage because of who you are as an adult learner. Mm -hmm. um, they don't always recognize the strengths that adult learners bring to the table, and I think that's mm -hmm. something that you do. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, you know, K-State was a strength-based campus, so I was really happy to learn that Wichita State is also a strengths-based campus, and that's something to really tap into and for those, for just using the, that resource um, and that terminology of starting to talk to students about what that even means. Right. And they come in, yeah, thinking they're at these disadvantages and there's so many strengths that they naturally have that we see, you know, I think human nature tends to think about what we're not good at. Yes. And exactly. so yes. we all need to be reminded about what we are and those strengths that we have. And it's easy, I think, for us to see that in our adult learners and to point those things out to them. And ourselves, mm -hmm. for sure. Right. We have a couple, four workshops that Suzanne Yes, right, presents, right. And it's all about finding your why and making your goals smart and... Uh, let's see. What, was what were some of your other ones that you did? Imposter syndrome. Yeah, limiting beliefs. Right. Yeah. right. That included that imposter syndrome. Right. That I'm, was a part of that. And I'm hearing more and more of that come from adult learners. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we're addressing it because mm -hmm. I didn't realize how long I had gone with that imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And um, figuring out what it was, one, that it, it was actually a thing and that uh, I could overcome it and mm -hmm. so that's I think right. that's what you're trying to do some of these through these workshops right mm -hmm. right I think that limiting beliefs workshop was the most powerful one I because it's so relatable um, and it's emotional for it people is. you know it right. taps into some really deep-rooted insecurities um, and that so, was our goal <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right so I would love to build on that because I do think there's a lot to work with. Right. So what I'm hearing is more workshops in the spring, yeah? Maybe? Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do some more workshops. And we For haven't sure. decided yet if we're going to um, continue on with some of those concepts or do brand new concepts. So we're still kind of working that out. But I would like to do some combination of building upon what we've done um, but also partnering with some other um, offices around campus mm -hmm. right. too is I think something we we are looking into doing as well. So what I'm hearing Mamie is if you're an adult learner or even uh, work on Wichita State campus if you have some ideas send them our way yeah, yeah. absolutely we are absolutely. out very open to the ideas for the spring. You know I was just listening to a podcast about adult learners and the main point one of them was was to listen to your adult learners mm -hmm. and that's what we try to do here and I think mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're doing with your work with this strength based is listening to the adult learner and kind of putting them in the driver's seat if you will of their own of their education yeah thanks I it's it's not gonna be 
worth my time to do something that I'm interested in, you know, right. if it doesn't, help. if it doesn't help the student. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I really think that all of us are trying to get feedback from students and what do you want to know more about mm-hmm. what will bring you in. And, um, so we, we just would love those ideas of what students are really wanting more of. Yeah. So far our workshops, we mainly just want to prevent burnout you know, because you guys are working full time and going to school and Mm. we don't want to, we don't want you to get to a point in the middle of semester where you just want to drop everything, you know, because you're overwhelmed. So that was kind of the point of our workshops. Right. Yeah. And making it worth your time. You know, you're going to spend an hour with us. We want you to have something to take away. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that being said, I'm looking at, we always have these lists of questions, right? We're asking our uh, guests here yes. and so I think one that next comes naturally next is what advice would you give to an adult or an online learner here at Wichita State oh gosh um, and is there super is there a super difference between the two mm-hmm. on-campus students versus online program students mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the advice I would give is to not compare yourself to other oh, adult so learners. <laughs> oh, man. That, but that's right? the advice, you know, to give to most anybody. But it, the way it applies for adult learners is, you know, just thinking, one, like how many hours you should be in. If you're not full-time, are you not as good as your peer, right. you know, sitting next to you? Um, and just really remembering that your situation is your situation. And mm-hmm. if you, you have to know your, your, your limits of, of what, what your family, not all adult learners have kids, not all adult right. learners have spouses, True. you know, so not all adult learners are the same. And so just don't compare yourself to, to other students, whether that's a peer or different journeys. It's yeah. all, we're all on a different journey. Yeah. Absolutely. And if it takes you six years, you know, yeah. that's okay. Right. Yeah. That's okay. We'll be here for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So can you kind of talk to us about the life coaching certification program you're currently in? Yeah, I would love to. So, you know, when I first started um, and had coaching in my title, I feel like I have experiences for that, but I also felt like it'd be be nice to get some actual training centered specifically on coaching strategies. Mm -hmm. And so um, my awesome supervisor... Oh my gosh, who is that? (laughs) Dr. Anderson approved me. um, I looked into all sorts of different programs out there, and I really wanted one that was... um, flexible but also had a live component you know not just like work through these modules um i really wanted that interaction that was live so i found a program um and it's called the um training alliance and it it is we meet once a week they make sure that they keep a small cohort so 10 students there's 10 of us and we meet once a week for 22 weeks so it's not just like you work yeah. through these five weeks, boom, right? Five, and you're done, and you're certified, and you're a coach. You know, we really have a lot of different components we have to do. We have to do sample sessions. So I any, saw that your yeah. post on social media where you had to uh, 
um, welcome anybody that wanted to do a session with you. So it's very interactive. Yes, that was very much out of my comfort zone, uh-huh. too. I don't like asking for those things. <laughs> yes. So actually, I, um, I, as part of my job, I coach. So I would love to have more students. You know, you're doing me a favor to, to help coach you. So any students um, out there that really feel like, huh, I'm curious about this coaching what's this all about, come um, make an appointment with me mm-hmm. because it, it's also something I, I need to get more of these sample sessions in. Right. And it's um, part of my job, but this helps me be better at my job too. So I, I think that's something that we find, especially working with adult learners, is that it's an iterative process. We are always learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I always talk about how I came to Wichita State at two, in 2002 as an adult learner. Well, guess what? Here we are 20 years later. Uh, the world looks different mm-hmm. for adult learners than it did yeah. when I came in. So it, it's constantly changing, and we are too in we never stop learning, and I think that's the point you're yeah, bringing here. Absolutely. Um, and it's something that I'm always looking at, uh, looking uh, right now, listening to your member organization of UALI, Adult Urban Adult Learner Institute, mm-hmm. and I'm learning through those. And so that's one thing that mm-hmm. we try to do here is we realize that you can't be stagnant in what you do; that it's always a learning process. Evolving. Or yeah, same yeah. for online. Oh yeah, yeah. You can speak a little bit about, right, Amber? Yeah. Over the years of how online looks different than yeah. it in it used to. Yeah. Let's see. We started offering programs in 2015, and we just keep adding. And our, we have about 1,600 students now. Nice. And. COVID was interesting. <laughs> uh, faculty members teaching online was interesting. Um, but what was interesting about COVID is that students enrolled in our online programs, all of that is planned out for them to not be on campus, not to ever have to be here. They can do it right. all online. So our enrollment numbers during that time, they stayed the same. We yes. had some nursing drop-off. Right. Um, but yeah, and it's just changed year after year and it'll still change year after year. I have to be flexible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you're flexible too, Suzanne, Mm -hmm. I know in that meeting students online, Mm -hmm. in person. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I've tried to offer, you know, workshops have been offered in the evening, but that still doesn't work, you know, for right. adult learners. Right. They also right. have We're family responsibilities. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I've offered to do workshops one-on-one. Um, also have offered evening some evening hours for students that really can't meet during the day at all. Um, if you're on campus but want to meet online, you know, that's always an option. Right. Um, so, yeah, trying to definitely meet students where they're at. And if, if, you know, it feels like we're not doing that, we want to hear from you. And, like, what, what can we do to meet you where you're at? Absolutely. You even try to pop up in the RSC. Try to pop up. And um, that's right. We try to do general lunch drop-ins mm-hmm. where yep. people could drop in as they're at work. That's right. Yeah, so, and I think 
what we've been saying all along is send us your ideas. We're open mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know, what mm-hmm. else would you like to see or hear? How do you want to meet us? How can we help you? Mm-hmm. And I think, um, Suzanne, I'm going to take this kind of off. It's not even on cool questions. Are on the, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. I like <laughs> Go Rogue. Um, yeah, yeah. You have something, and it's either on your wall or on your door or something, about meeting students or... Um, oh, right, right. Yeah, and can you... What is that exactly that that says? Because I, I think that embodies who you are, who you and are. I love it. Yeah. Right, it's it's my why about yes. creating safe spaces for students, and um, which is, yeah, the general... My general... What I want to create an environment of that I will provide the space for students to come and bring their authentic selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I um, try to embody and hope that students feel when they come into my office. I think it does set a vibe for the office here. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, it's workshop number one. Right. <laughs> right. Finding your why statement. Yes. If you finding, want help with that. Yeah. That's right. Finding your why statement. And that's something that I started really thinking about years ago when I was teaching the internship class. And I had all these students that wanted to go out and do work in service organizations. But they just, they knew they wanted to help people. They didn't know how or um, what that looked like. Cause mm-hmm. there's so many different ways yeah. to do that. And right. so that's when really I got introduced to the, the concept of finding your why, which is, um, something that we did in our first workshop this fall. That's right. It is. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of brings us up. I'm looking at once again, our questions here and I'm looking at, um, especially like number one and number two about the mentors you have in your professional life and who inspires you mm-hmm. besides us <laughs> right Outside without question without question yeah. yeah Suzanne by the way almost had a no duh look <laughs> I did I can confirm that <laughs> yeah so you know mentors and people that have been served as my in my mentors and inspiration, I I really can't speak to any one person. Um, and that might be because I have moved around a lot. Right. Um, I, I just try to find mentors in, in different areas of my life that, that might be, it might be a peer, you know, a mentor, Mm -hmm. a mentor doesn't have to be your supervisor. It doesn't have to be someone 20 years older than you. I've found just my peers to be fantastic mentors and yeah. And so that's kind of been, I mean, I can think of a lot of people that have helped me along the way that have been mentors, but I don't have just one mentor. I think from what I can tell, Suzanne, you kind of pull from everybody you meet and you mm. take the good in everyone that you meet mm. and you try to embody that, or at mm. least that's what she I've really seen. She really does. And then you end up telling her everything about your life. 
Because she's, so <laughs> she's so mellow and calm. Oh, and that's so yeah. Yeah. Comes beautiful. From a non-judgmental place. That yes, well, yes. That's if that's really sweet, you guys. That, if no, I could say anything true. to our mm-hmm. students, yeah, um, come in and talk to her because you talk about a no judgment mm-hmm. zone, a safe zone. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you've created. And, Thank you. And I, I think that's what I hear when you when I hear you say, you know, I don't just pull from one. Well, it's hard to pull from one right. when you know so many people, but you take little bits and parts from everybody that you meet. Right, and right. Well, thanks. I'm glad that that is something that you've been able to see because I don't know. I haven't necessarily right. always done that well, but we keep keep learning and yeah. doing our best, right? Right. So. We, we learn about ourselves. Like I keep saying, you know, this is... We, we keep improving ourselves. We, and what, we're, we're each other's hype girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need that. We need yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. I think that about wraps it up. Okay. What do you think? I just wanted to close it up with, uh, we always ask our guests, mm-hmm. what is your learning oh. out loud mm-hmm. moment? Mm-hmm. And that could be here at WSU online or on campus. What would you say? Yeah. Uh, my, I would say conversa- just conversations with students. So I'm always learning from students, so whether that's the one-on-ones that I've had, and I've had some really great one-on-ones, just hearing the stories and learning Mm -hmm. from from the students. Um, Also in the workshops, you know, we've had five five to seven students each workshop, and it's been very interactive Mm -hmm. and lots of good conversation flowing there. So those are my learning out loud moments is when students start talking and opening up, and I get to learn from them. Definitely. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for coming on our podcast. We might have you again. Yeah. As we go into other workshops. Yeah, I would love to and come hype talk each other about up. that. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.